This is a health warning from Dr. Approved Medical, America's trusted resource for back braces. If you're 65 or older and suffering from back pain, you may qualify to receive an advanced pain-relieving back brace at little or no cost to you. Many people are now using our pain-relieving back brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief that they haven't felt in years. Don't let your back pain turn into something worse. Remember, if you qualify for no money out of pocket, there's nothing to lose and only real pain relief to gain. Our friendly team of experts will handle all paperwork and we'll deliver it for free. 800-507-1148. Your pain relieving back brace may be covered by Medicare at little or no cost to you. Call our hotline now and get free shipping plus a complimentary easy to use pedometer. 800-507-1148. 800-507-1148. 800-507-1148. Little to no cost with full insurance payment, copay and deductible supply promo subject to qualification while supplies last. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hey, yo. For over 30 years and still, and still, your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. You know what? As long as she fights me 135 pounds, I don't care if she's injecting a horse demon into her eyeballs. Heard live around the world and brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. And now, and now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco, here's the host of the longest-running fight show in history, Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the multi-million dollar sports bylaw studios in the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. Check it. The man was correct as my name is Pedro Fernandez, often imitated but hardly duplicated now, 35 plus years now, your undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio area. Speaking of heavyweight champions, I got a bunch of them today, baby. I'm talking about Larry Merchant, the godfather of beer, of course, talking about Canelo Alvarez and Danny Jacobs, not an eventful 12 rounds, but basically, you know, Canelo had had a dog on a leash and he walked him around for a while. And for the most part, he won eight or nine rounds at the end of the night. It was a good payday for Canelo Alvarez and it probably went according to what many of the experts said. Uh, as for Mr. Jacobs, what can I say? He didn't fight hard enough. you got to fight harder. If you're going after somebody, especially somebody that's, you know, better than you, you've got to make commitments. You've got to make gambles, and that's what differs the good fighters from the great fighters. Mr. Jacobs is not a great fighter. He's a good fighter. A great fighter would have tried to adapt, would have tried to change, would have tried to have done something different in order to come away with a victory. That wasn't in Jane Jacobs' M.O. Straight up, we have open phone lines all around the planet. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or, or the guilt-free, no-commitment text line. Man, some lady sent me a hot picture on this one, but I don't need the hot pictures. You can send me a text. Straight up, 415-275-1613. That's right. One of the studio text line, once again, 415-275-1613. Lots of things to talk about in the world of MMA unboxing. Of course, we'll hear from Tommy Chong, and we'll have a tribute. A tribute to the great Roy Jones Jr., 1988 Olympic silver medalist. Man, Ray Leonard almost signed him for a million bucks after the uh, Olympic trials. We'll talk about that in depth with a tribute to Roy Jones Jr. tonight. You are tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, the Dan Patrick Channel, Channel 211, and about a thousand other platforms. Bottom line is, you're tuned to Ring Talk and you know it. Remember in the beginning? 
When you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website. WBOboxing.com. This WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Now, more Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Twelve minutes past the hour. This is hour number one of two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. My name is Pedro Fernandez. We take it to Las Vegas, Sin City, baby, and bring in Johnny Sid. Talking about Johnny Cigarella. And, John, 12 rounds of boxing last night. No controversy at the end of those 12 rounds. I agree. You know, pretty uneventful. You know, Canelo, for the most part, started off really good, showing good movement, you know, upper body movement in particular. He landed a nice jab, some body attack, things that we're familiar seeing from him lately. But I tell you what, down the stretch, Canelo looked like he was gassing to me, running out of some gas. And for Danny Jacobs to be backed up all night long and seeing a guy that eventually down a stretch in Canelo that was gassing, to not use his size advantage in those opportunities, those moments where towards the end of the fight it seemed like Canelo was fading, 
Danny Jacobs, what was the game plan last night, and how come you did not use your physicality against a seemingly smaller man? So, I mean, at the end of the day, not a great main event. The undercard, although on paper didn't look great, fleshed out to be a lot of fun. Virgil Ortiz, I felt, stole the show with a knockout over Mauricio Herrera, who's never been stopped before at 147 pounds. Dan, uh, Danny Jacobs just isn't as brave as the people from Brooklyn would like him to believe. Would like to believe. You know what I'm talking about? I got to give him all the street cred in the world for beating cancer. You know, the doctors told him he'd never walk again. To walk into that ring last night must have been one hell of an accomplishment for him. All the accolades in the world. Boxing now, talking boxing here. I got to say, man, he didn't show up last night. Really, I mean, he landed one good punch. On Canelo, and Canelo just ate it. What a chin on Canelo, by the way. But that's the whole thing. It was uneventful. There really wasn't a moment in that fight where you felt like you were watching something that was like definitive or something that was exciting and something was landing that was crucial. Okay, it so what, what, you try, what you're trying to say is there isn't one part of this fight that'll end up in, on any highlight reel? Oh, absolutely not. I mean, Canelo <laughs> dodging a bunch of punches. I mean, he looked like a Jedi out there in the early stages. But that's what I'm saying is that he uses a lot of energy in dodging those punches, and I think it gasses him down the stretch. But it didn't cost him on the scorecards. Of course, the winner of unanimous not across the board, and Danny Jacobs loses for the third time. Jacobs fought sporadically, and when I say sporadically, I mean real sporadically. Um, at the end of the night, though, you know, it went in, probably went as most people thought. It was a four-and-a-half-to-one fight as far as the odds were concerned. If you wanted to bet on Canelo, you had to put up 450 to win 100. That's a lot of money. And the other way around, think about this. Ali and, um, and Sonny Liston the first time was only a five-to-one fight. So this being a four-and-a-half-to-one fight sort of signifies the difference, uh, at least the odds makers had on this fight. Now, who stole the show? Who did you say? Mr. Ortiz stole the show on the undercard? Virgil Ortiz, who's now 13-0 with 13 knockouts. Took out Mauricio Herrera at 147 pounds. We know Besto Herrera for giving Danny Garcia hell and a lot of other fighters since the guy in eight losses in Herrera has never been stopped. Ortiz got it done in three rounds. And I tell you what, on ESPN in California, Arthur Beterbiev, another guy that is 14-0 with 14 KOs, perfect with uh, one heck of a knockout streak, just like the aforementioned Virgil Ortiz, took out Rowdy Kalachisek, in five rounds at 175 pounds over in California. I, I tell you what, outside of the main event on the zone last night, all my boxing was highly entertaining for me. Everybody got knocked the F out. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, the, uh, the prospects that have been coming up on the uh, tube of late, Teofimo Lope, Lopez, Regis Progus, um, and the young man last night, Mr. Ortiz. This is good for boxing. Boxing's headed in a good direction right now. Oh, I agree. Well, we saw the program last week, you know, and other guys that are out there, as you mentioned, Teofimo Lopez. Yikes. We got we got Usek coming to heavyweight. Pedro Boxing is fire right now. And we got a nice schedule forthcoming. We got Miguel Burchell and Francisco Vargas in a rematch next week. Don't forget Manny Navarrete versus Isaac Dog Bay Part 2 from the slaughter that Navarrete put on Dog Bay last year. You know, and just looking ahead, we got Inouye coming up. Man, it's just a, it's just a great time to be a boxing fan. I I, I want to say there was a, there's somebody um really connected in boxing and 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 uh, Isaac Dogbo is is one of their favorite fighters and they were like crying and the fact he lost and this and that and they're really as I said they're really connected in boxing. They're, we think he's going to do real well in the rematch. Well, he couldn't do much worse. He couldn't. He couldn't do much worse in the rematch he did the first time around. Basically, that that young man uh, came to fight. Took him to school, did some showboating on him, 
put a little Mexican Pernell Whitaker on him at times. Yes, he did. I tell you what, man, like Isaac Dogbay, he's a gentleman. I can see why someone would be heartbroken. He's a class act. And, and like you said right there, Navarrete came in to win that fight. I got to ask everyone this. Is Dogbay coming back for this rematch too soon? Guys, that was a violent beating, you know. And for to have him follow up his next fight in a sequel to that violent beating that Navarrete put on him, if I'm Navarrete, who barely took off a round in that last fight, Boy, I'm coming in super confident this time going around. Well, you know, it sort of harkens back maybe to not as as devastating a beating, but Castillo and uh, and Diego Corrales, of course, then rushing Ooh. Diego back into that ring like eight weeks, nine weeks later into a training camp after the beating and, of course, fighting three months later. Straight up, Johnny Sig returns in hour number two. Johnny, we'll talk real soon. We go from Las Vegas to Santa Monica, California, where the sun's always shining for my friend. Of course, talk about the great Larry Merchant. How are you today, sir? Um, I'm good, Pedro. Okay. Um, watched the fight last night. Um, been musing about it, reading about it, etc. What's your take? Yeah, it is. It was what it was. I mean, and if you looked at the um, the odds, it was four and a half to one. And when you range upsets in boxing history, I mean, I think that Sonny Liston was only a five to one favorite over uh, Cassius Clay. Then the Cassius Clay in the first fight. So um, the odds were pretty long. It sort of went. I guess it sort of. I mean, Canelo won. I mean, that's what, that was expected to be. This is his first fight, an eleven fight deal with zone with the zone, uh, totaling three hundred seventy five million dollars. And Danny Jacobs was a bigger man last night. But I, here's what I thought: I thought if he really wanted it, he would have went after it. And great fighters gamble and go for it. He never went for it. Well, um, it's hard to. Uh... Uh, change a leopard spot, as yeah. uh, they used to say. Um, he achieved his uh, stature in in boxing by being a very big middleweight and a very good boxer. Um, we saw that against Golovkin when he surprised everybody by how well he fought. Um, so coming into this fight, I think the odds were high in part uh, maybe in, in 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 large part because there were going to be so many uh, Canelo fans in Las Vegas. Uh, they dominated uh, the, the live attendance, and that means uh, the odds were driven up. Um, the odds probably should have been two and a half or three to one, but given all that, uh, the fight went almost exactly. As most experts I have read and heard thought it would go, um, neither one is the type that's going to uh, take high risks. Um, but I think we saw Canelo uh, against a box, a bigger man uh, and a good boxer, showing that his quickness and his... Uh, a discipline, uh, his ability to take a punch when a few of them landed, um, make him the number one middleweight in the world. Without a doubt, and props to him for that. But how can I put this? At the end of the day, though, like Ray Leonard said, you know, it's the good guys, the good guys gamble to become great. 
he didn't want to gamble last night. I mean, that was, he was in front of his Brooklyn people. I mean, he was New York City. History was there to be set. And I just don't think he brought forth the effort. I know you can't change a leopard's stripes but or a leopard's dots and, and a tiger's stripes. But, you know, when, when I, this is, my, I guess my pride keeps coming into this. You hear what I'm saying, I, Godfather? I agree with you. Uh, I think his corner wanted to keep him from taking big risks because Canelo had shown during the fight that he was quicker, that inside his uh, his hands were stronger, um, and they didn't want him to take that kind of risk. They thought it was a closer fight than it was, and it came out to be a pretty close fight uh, on, on the scorecards. So... Uh, you know, so be it. They're all of one mind. Uh, I thought that, um, you know, from the beginning, I thought Canelo was a little too quick for the bigger, maybe stronger guy. Um, I wasn't disappointed in Canelo's performance um, at all. Uh, he's just confirmed who he is. I thought the fight was basically about a eight eight to four rounds fight. Uh, maybe the judges bent over backwards uh, <laughs> to be kind to Jacob so they shouldn't be accused of favoring Canelo anymore. Uh, I, I, had it, I had it eight to four. That wasn't a difficult eight to four. Um, some people thought the kid that stole the show was his prospect Virgil Ortiz, and I say Virgil with an E, V-E-R-G-I-L, Ortiz, 13-0, 13 kills. We'll talk about that after the break. The Godfather, Larry Merchant's house, folks. We're blessed with the we're blessed with the Hall of Famer. Open phone lines around the planet. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or, or, or. That Guilfrey No Commitment text line. The text number, studio text line, 415-275-1613. Studio text line, once again, 415-275-1613. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. It's tough enough to watch two men at the highest level battle, and one may be favored over the other, but you never know what's going to happen. And and that's what that's why boxing is the way it is. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest price. Prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. 
But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas, Evos helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evos is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Now more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. You ask me uh, how well that he fight, I don't know. But I can tell you one thing, he punch good. Twenty-seven minutes past hour. Remember what my mother said: it's not bragging when you're telling the truth. I'm looking at the clock here. In fact, a couple of texts coming in here. Larry Merchant, of course, on the line from Southern California. And Larry, somebody said to me, "Run the HBO numbers by him." Okay, I'm going to run the HBO numbers by you. According to stats, HBO televised 1,111 bouts. Wow, uh, 23 featured Barnard Hopkins. 17 featured Mike Tyson. 24 featured Manny Pacquiao. 27 featured Floyd Mayweather. Wow, a lot of stars there. But then Mayweather wasn't there at the end. When when did Mayweather jump from HBO, Larry? About 2006, 2005? Well, I think it happened uh, for the Pacquiao fight. About, um, I was relieved, um, actually, that um, Mayweather um, signed a deal to fight Pacquiao. Um, I guess it was on Showtime. uh, About several months after I retired so that um, nobody could blame me for him jumping ship to, <laughs> <laughs> to Showtime. <laughs> of course, you had a, a tumultuous relationship with Mr. Mayweather. Is that, is, that, is that a nice way to put it? I think it's fair, but I think a lot of journalists did. We just didn't see it all on television, uh, mainly because uh, they often questioned his a brilliant selection of opponents. Um, and um, he didn't like that. But um, 
it worked out all right for him. Uh, he enjoyed uh, and uh, helped to define and uh, uh, use um, his status as uh, a villain uh, to make enormous amounts of money. In one of his early fights, I'll never forget. He were at a press at a press conference. He said to me, "He said to me, you know, this this guy's the greatest writer of all time. He used to write for Flash and Boxing Update magazine. He Pedro, the greatest writer of all time." Then a couple about twenty minutes later, I asked him a, a pointed question. He goes, "Man, you don't know spit about boxing." And he didn't say spit. He said spit with an H. So <laughs> that's the way Mayweather turns on you. Well, he was very he's very smart uh, about the ways of boxing. Um, I think he was a really outstanding lightweight, one of the best. Uh, and when he moved up in weight, um, he decided he was going to fight uh, as many risk-free fights as he could and in a risk-free style as he could. And um, he did his fighting with his, with his mouth and his personality and his character. Good point. Larry, I mentioned before the break, this Virgil Ortiz Jr., now 13-0, 13 wax. It looks like he's fighting at welterweight. Of course, a couple weeks ago, we had Teofimo Lopez, and last week, Regis Progress. Uh, boxing's headed in the right direction. You got three colorful guys. I mean, three Camacho-like personalities, maybe. Not a, a Camacho without the cocaine. <laughs> well, uh, look, um, uh, boxing is in a healthy place right now with the new platforms uh, and uh, with welterweight, middleweight, and heavyweight divisions, uh, having so many prize fighters we want to see. Hopefully we'll see them, and more hopefully we'll see them fight each other. Hmm. You know, Danny Jacobs weighed on 173 pounds at the after the uh, mm-hmm. after the uh, after the weigh-in. Evidently, he had to weigh like 100 under 170 pounds, so they charged him 750 grand. Do you think we should be measuring people after weigh-ins, or should we just say that's it? And there's, in other words, there should be a should there should be a cutoff point where you just say enough is enough. We're getting a little too technical here. Uh, actually, I like it, and I, and I like it for this reason. Um, you know, fighters like Jacobs um, uh, use that as an advantage in the ring. And if they can't make weight, um, honestly, then they should be moving up a division, which, incidentally, um, his promoter, Eddie Hearn, uh, suggested after the fight. Uh, he certainly is, is as big as any super middleweight we've seen, and he um, would make good fights at that weight. Yeah, but but he, but like everybody else, from from the welterweight division up to the light heavyweight division, they want to fight the greatest box office attraction, and there is. He still made uh, ten, roughly ten million dollars. Wow. Uh, Hopkins for the fight last night. Uh, no, Hopkins, yeah, okay. If, that, if he takes care Jacobs. of it, that'll take care of him. And um, that's where everybody else is aiming to go and making their matches, hoping 
to get there and so on and so forth. Um, so I'm, I'm interested to see uh, how that plays out in uh, uh, Canelo's next fight. You know, but if Jacobs is lacking grit and muscle and determination and will at 160, what's, what's 168 going to be? I and mean, those are bigger guys. He's going to be even more cautious and a little bit more or less entertaining. Let's switch gears just for a second. Um, well, you're right. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, anyway, Johnny Golovkin's uh, his name's Jonathan Banks as his trainer. I think Jonathan Banks had a couple of guys. Jonathan Banks was probably one of the last fighters, I think, that uh, from the Kronk gym, actually from the Kronk gym that Emmanuel Stewart trained. We talked about just blaming trainers before. That's what you sort of do. You have to blame a trainer and you move on, correct? Um, I don't know in Golovkin's case. Of course, he's had three Three fights in a row, the one with Jacobs and the two with Canelo, um, where he wasn't dominant the way he had been in his previous 30 or 40 fights, and especially his previous 20, which were all knockouts. Um, I don't know if it's aimed uh, maybe to help him be a little bit more aggressive. We have to remember that uh, he backed off of Canelo. Also, uh, Canelo must be doing something right. Mm -hmm. But maybe he thinks um, psychologically as well as physically uh, a change can do him some good. Uh, We've seen this movie before any number of times. uh, But also I've read that it has to do with money. And frequently the more money fighters make, uh, the more they... um, regret all the money they're giving to people around them. And um, this may be one of those cases where um, he saved himself uh, half a million bucks or so. You know, save himself. If it's all about the money, then more power to him. I mean, that's a financial decision. But, you know, he's trying to say that he needs a he needs a new team. He needs a new direction. But at his age and Godfather, the guy had like, I think, 300 amateur fights. He's about. It's about time to stick a fork in him. You know what I'm trying to say. So when he got old in the last couple of fights, like the Jacobs fight, he started to look a little aged and things like that. The writing was on the wall. Last night was his crescendo, his zenith, and there's a good chance. I know he won't go out right now, but that's going to be it for Danny Jacobs. I think. I don't think Danny Jacobs is going to be starring in too many more bouts. Um, you, you, I would say the chances are you're right. Um, it depends on who he fights. Um, he can, I mean, when you, I don't know if there's any other pay-per-view fights, although I think he may have a deal with, uh, the zone. He does have a deal. So he'll be in, in some, uh, he'll be make he can make some good money if he's still highly motivated, uh, to fight the guys out there. And, um, there are a number of British fighters in the super middleweight division, I believe. And um, that can be a, uh, uh, a money-making proposition because British fans buy a lot of pay-per-view and so on. So <clears throat> um, he had his big shot. He lost. He's 32 years old. He's made enough money to retire on, presumably. Uh, it will be interesting to see what he does moving ahead. Good point. Godfather, say hello to the Godmother. Have a great Sunday. I love you. We'll talk soon. 
You got it, Pedro. Thanks. The great Larry Merchant on Sports Byline. You got to have a mother for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Look here. Taming the briar patch, mowing the lawn, trimming the Yeti, whatever you call it, it's about time we talk about manscaping. Guys, you manscape, right? You know, keep things trimmed and fresh below the waist. Nine out of ten women of all ages prefer their guy manscaped. But you got to have the right tools for the jewels or you'll look like you use the machete. Pop over to manscaped.com and check out their perfect package. Not that perfect package. The Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0 that was a smash hit on Shark Tank. It features the lawnmower, a precision trimmer engineered for below-the-waist grooming. Its skin-safe technology means no more accidental nicks and burns. Check out the lawnmower and the amazing grooming and hygiene products that come with your perfect package. What's that saying? Trim the shrubs and the tree stands taller? Get 20% off plus free shipping today. Visit manscaped.com and use promo code RING. Again, use promo code RING at manscaped.com. Manscaped.com. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. I think that the Affordable Care Act, you know, as long as it wasn't a name of the Obamacare, it would pass. They made the test already. But the fact of the matter is, at the essence of it all, is people need health care. Now, more Brain Talk with Pedro Fernandez. The great one, of course, the wire-haired wonder himself, Don King, talking about health care, the Affordable Care Act, Obamacare, call which one, but his buddy Donald Trump, I mean, Don, Donald King has got his butt up so far, his head up so far up, Donald Trump's butt, he can see his colon, it's terrible. I talked to him on the phone, all he wants to talk about is Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump. I said, Don, 
conversation is getting boring. Bottom line is this switch from Don King to one of the ring greats. No doubt about that. No doubt about that. 66 wins, 9 losses, stopped 5 times, 47 KOs. We're talking about Roy Jones Jr., of course, out of Pensacola, Florida. Wow. Was he the hot guy in the 1988 Olympics? Of course, he won the silver medal. But going in, I told you how Ray Leonard had a million dollars, a million dollars in a courier, was ready to bring Ray a million bucks for him to sign Roy Jones Jr. in Concord, California, at the site of the Olympic trials in 1988. Something spooked Roy or spooked Ray. It didn't happen. Ray said it was Roy's chin. Of course, Roy didn't get his chin tested for a long time, and then he was knocked out eventually. And, of course, his chin didn't fare to turn out to be all that well, but it was his reflexes that kept him out of the way of those punches, of course, that did him uh, so much success. But 66-9, 47 KOs, Roy Jones Jr. This is our tribute to the great Roy Jones. Hardest hustle anything is boxing, though. I don't know what you do for a living, but pretty sure ain't nobody punching you all in your eyes. I watched one fight. Roy Jones got hit so hard, my TV moved. He was asleep like he got knocked out of the club. The ref was like 241. 242. Roy was snoring. He was really knocked out. He was laying there so long, they had to start another fight. Roy was still there. Nobody tells it like it was, of course, like Earthquake. That was an HBO special talking about Roy Jones Jr. But Roy, of course, retired last year in February of 2018. Says he's called it a uh, finally a career. But, you know, if ever there was a guy that sort of made a lot of mistakes, I mean, he just did. He made a lot of errors. Yeah, he was a great fighter, had a great record. I mean, won championships in many divisions. But the mistakes that he made was like when he was middleweight champion, uh, take that back, when he was light heavyweight title holder, Darius Meshaleski was the WBO title holder. He had all kinds of records over there in Europe and Poland and things like that. And he was selling like 40,000 tickets, okay? And Roy wasn't selling tickets for nothing. Roy wasn't a big ticket seller. Roy could sell tickets maybe at home, eight to 10,000 seats. Maybe, 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 maybe. Uh, for the most part, Roy wasn't a big draw. Roy was a television draw. Roy, Roy wasn't a live draw. And, of course, he's, his knockouts of Virgil Hill with the body shot. I was there in that first row. Wow, what a knockout that was on the foreman Stuart Undercard back in the 80s. I mean, wow, he's just a spectacular athlete, no doubt about it. But Roy Jones Jr., she said no one to walk away, man. He just wouldn't walk away. Classic example of a guy that just doesn't want to give it up. Now, who's my guy that doesn't want to give it up right now? Hmm. I'm talking about... Luis Ortiz. I'm talking about the United heavyweight man. This guy won't. This guy won't walk away. Had a steroid bust, not once but twice, I think, but thrice. But he's been popped for steroids. He wants to come back. He says that you know he's 38, 39 years old, according to his his birth certificate. But I got to tell you, all the guys from Cuba that I've came in contact with either drank or lied, one or the other. So if he doesn't lie, he drinks. I'm sorry to put it to you like that, but it sounds like a stereotype. But I was working with these guys down in. In uh, in Florida, Dio Bellius Hurtado was one of them. Of course, he challenged uh, Kasha Du for the World Junior Welterweight Championship. But um, I was working with this team, and I went down there. I was their running coach, and I was had to get them up in the morning and, and get the van going and, you know, take them and watch the run. And the trainer, maybe a trainer would come along once in a while, but for the most part, it was me and them running. Well, I used to smell booze on these guys. And, you know, booze on fighters isn't cool, especially like at 5 o'clock in the morning. And why am I smelling, out, smelling alcohol on you like it's coming out of your pores at 5 in the morning? Of course, uh, Dio Belli's uh, had a little bit of a drinking issue, and uh, that came to light. Of course, that probably had a lot to do with his not making it as far as the championship level was concerned. But then again, he was taking on Kashi, a guy that's very underrated, 140 pounds as far as all-time greats are concerned. In fact, 140 pounds, somebody asked me, who was the best fighter ever at 140? 
He didn't fight at 140. His name was Roberto Duran. He didn't fight at 140. He just skipped from 135 to 147. And why did Duran do that? Because at 140, uh, listen, the WBA had their own little champion down there in in uh, in southern in South America, and they didn't want him getting drilled. And, and of course, they you know Roberto Duran was such a monster that they made a deal with him. Who you go to one forty seven, please? And then Duran went to one forty seven. Of course, and he fought not for the WBA title, but the WBC title against, of course, Sugar Ray Leonard, June twentieth, nineteen eighty, the brawl in Montreal, fifteen round fight. If you ever want to watch a fight on YouTube, this is probably the one you want to dig up. Uh, this is the one that's just two absolute champions at their peak, back and forth, not wanting to give a, an inch either way, but two guys just going toe-for-toe and toe-to-toe. And for the most part, you know, Duran outboxed him. And that's funny, outboxing Sugar Ray Leonard. That's right, this little guy, and when I say little guy, he's a, he's a lightweight. He's a guy that started out at 122 pounds. Ray Leonard started out at 147 pounds, of course, having fought at 139 pounds in the Olympics. People don't know that. Ray was a junior uh, welterweight in the Olympics, and I was a junior welterweight in the Golden Gloves. And I got news for you. Man, yeah, Ray Leonard would kill me. I mean, good Lord, to even think we box in the same weight class is scary. It's just absolutely frightening. But, of course, the guy in my era, my, my year in 1984, was Jerry Page. And I was a little bit surprised that he won the gold medal. I thought that Zach Padilla was the uh, best junior welterweight at the time. He, of course, he went on to win the IBF or WBO. Junior welterweight title as a pro. He retired from an injury, but Zach was the man. And I saw Zach in a film, and I'm not afraid to say this, but I ran from Zach. I mean, Zach, Zach if you put me and Zach in a ring, I might not walk out. And I'm serious. I mean, not not, not vertically, maybe horizontally. You carry me. This is how tough this guy was. He's, we watched some films with him. You know, back in the days when you had VHS VHS films, maybe betas. Anyway. Well, why I didn't think it was Abe Betas. So we're watching films of this guy, and he's throwing like 120, 130 punches around, okay? And he's throwing hard shots. And there's nothing that's, that's dissuading him. I mean, he's a diamond belt champion. I mean, he's a real deal, man. So they want me to fight him, I think, in Southern California, no, in Central California, some tournament. And about a week before the tournament, I said to myself, after looking at the films, I can't beat this guy. Why step into a tournament that you can't win? I mean, it wasn't like I, I may have been in that position when I when I tried to uh, ascend to the Olympic uh, level in 1984 and ended up fishing, finishing number 13. But I lost the decision to a guy that was in the top 10, Vincent Webb, no doubt about that. Vince was tough. Vince brought it from St. Louis, Missouri. I remember when I went to St. Louis, uh, I saw Vince. And, of course, that was the site of the Zab Judah. Who was the Zab Judah? And, uh, oh, God, Corey Spinks. Corey Spinks losing that day. Of course, Corey Spinks defending his title at home. Leon Spinks was there, his father. Of course, Neon Leon Spinks, the man that beat Muhammad Ali for the heavyweight championship. Big upset there, of course. But I think that Ali was in not the best condition in the world. He was an old, old at the time. And, of course, that sort of went according to scripture, I thought. Of course, Ali came back in the rematch and handily beat an unprepared Neon Leon Spinks. But Leon Spinks, I thought his highlight to me, as far as boxing was concerned, was when Larry Holmes decided he was going to destroy him. Larry Holmes gave him a look that was the most imita- intimidating, one of the most intimidating looks I've ever seen in my life as far as anybody laying down on anybody else. Like, man, I'm about to steal your soul. And Larry went out there and knocked him out, I think, in less than one round. But Leon, Leon, oh, how about the other time that Leon got rolled and he was in a hotel room somewhere and they found his teeth? And they, they, yeah, they found his teeth somewhere, and they found his ID somewhere else in two different hotel rooms in the same hotel. And there was like room 14 were his teeth, and room 18 was his wallet. So how he got into two different hotel rooms, nobody really knows. But you know that was Neon, Neon Leon Spinks. And, of course, the best of the Spinks brothers, I thought, was Michael. No doubt about it. In fact, 
the best of the Spinks family. No doubt about that. First generation. I mean, he was a Olympic gold medalist in 1976, went on to become the uh, light heavyweight champion of the world. And of course, there was the undisputed light heavyweight guy at 175 pounds, got on some weights, that went with what, Mackie Shillstone, lifted some weights, ended up doing some vitamins, that kind of stuff, moved up to heavyweight, ended up beating Larry Holmes. Very, very close decision. I thought that Larry might have uh, pulled out a draw or a close decision. I could have won either way, but Michael Spinks won that night, And you know, as far as the official scorecards were concerned. And I think that was one of the nights where the boxing establishment sort of stepped in and said, no, you don't. And I think they did, Larry was just talking too much smack. Larry was too much of a free agent. In fact, Larry sort of set the tone for the establishment, drilling him and taking that championship away from him, according to, in his mind, when, after the fight, when he said that, you know, Rocky Marciano couldn't carry his jockstrap. Of course, Marciano retired 49-0, the world heavyweight champion, the only heavyweight title holder to ever retire undefeated. Of course, never beaten in the ring. Give him some props. But, you know, his average, the average age of his opponents was 34.6 years. 34 and a half years old. Those that's the average age. Because if you're the heavyweight champion you're defending against 35-year-old guys, maybe you're not fighting the best opposition. Okay? And a lot of those guys that, you know, Marciano fought were, eh, you know, either fair or, or, or middling. They weren't the greatest rolling the stars. I can go on and on. Bottom line is Marciano never really impressed me. In fact, I thought that the most impressive thing about Marciano was the fact that he buried $5 million in cash. He buried $5 bucks in cash somewhere. They think it was in Florida. He buried $5 bucks in cash. Cuddy's been looking for this $5 million for years, okay? But no, he buried $5 bucks in cash, and then he died. And nobody knows where the $5 million is. In other words, the Marcianos went all over the country, different spots, with a shovel. And they've been digging here and digging there. But they ain't digging it because they're not finding the money. $5 million bucks. Five million bucks. This was a guy that was so cheap that everywhere he went, oh, am I going to get on a Rocky Marciano around here? Okay, I will. Anyway, this was a guy that was so cheap that everywhere he went, he wanted a free ride. In fact, that's how he got, that's how he died, taking a free ride. This is what happened. He had like a Pan Am ticket. I think it was Pan Am, yeah. He had a Pan Am ticket, and he cashed a Pan Am ticket in in place of uh, riding on the back of some freighter, some, you know, some cargo plane. And the cargo plane crashed, and he was dead. I mean, come on, man. You gotta be you gotta be really a cheap, cheap fool to die that way. But that's the way he went out. But I say he brought it on himself. You are tuned to Rink Talk, hour number one of two, of course, today on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, of course, the American Forces Network. I can keep going and going and going, but I've got to tell you, we're also on Stitcher.com and TuneIn.com, so there's all kinds of outlets to listen to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, Johnny Signorello's got the Ring Talk Worldwide page going at YouTube.com. So all kinds of different outlets. You can watch the show live and delayed. We've got some broadcasts as far as Twitch TV is concerned. I'm trying to put together these live broadcasts with... The live ones aren't going as well as I thought. My producers think otherwise. But um, we will go with the uh, tape versions. In fact, we'll put them up on the web either tomorrow or the next day. Of course, talking about Twitch.tv, Twitch.tv and the Sports Byline channel, Sports Byline USA. They are broadcasting most of our uh, shows here live. In fact, I saw Ron Barr the other night. Ron Barr rocking and rolling, the godfather of Sports Byline, rocking and rolling, rocking and rolling, baby. He was rocking and rolling on Twitch.tv and, of course, Twitter. Uh, Mr. Tittle, Rick Tittle's got that down. Rick Tittle's a Twitch.tv star, no doubt about that. Speaking of stars, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, where you're the star, folks. You can join us on the toll-free if you like, 1-800-878-7529, or, or, and I've got about 10 of these, so I'll go to them after the break. 10 texts, if you want to add to it, you can. I'll get to them all before the show's over, I promise. The text line, you can text the studio, 415 415- 
215-275-1613. Hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide to come. We'll talk MMA. And, of course, we'll bring back Johnny Sig from Las Vegas, Nevada. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables, not your credit, and 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I was sitting in a coffee shop just minding my own affairs. When all of a sudden this policeman caught me unaware. 
Sergeant Sedenko of the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Rick Tittle. <laughs> Bottom line is you are tuned to Rink Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look into the world of boxing and MMA. That's why we've got a four, you know, San Francisco, we have a 420 mentality for the most part. Everybody except Mr. Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle's like anti-420, so it's sort of like 411. He basically can get his information at 411, but 420, that's not Rick Tittle's thing. So we understand that. We respect Rick Tittle, but we still got to poke fun in him here and there. Now, the USC Rock and Roll, of course, last night from Ottawa, Canada. Wow, man. Long, 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 long. Long, long card. Way too long. Get this. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten fights went to a decision. Yikes. And it was only like 14 fights. So if you went 10 out of 14 fights went to a decision, that was a long night. What does that mean? That means the matchmakers either are doing too good of a job or they don't have the talent to work with to produce the type of fights that they need to. I mean, you can't say these are all type of work fights. I mean, I'll talk about it a little bit later in hour number two. But Donald Cerrone, the Cowboy, beat Al LaQuenta. That was a decision. Derek Brunson beat Elias Thuridu. Of course, Shane Burgos beat Cub Swanson. Cub Swanson, a UFC favorite at featherweight 145. Markel Devishio beat Brad Katona. Of course, that was by a decision. The only knockout on the main card was heavyweight Walt Harris. Knocked out Sergei Spavek with a TKO. That was 50 seconds into round number one with knees and punches. And, of course, the other fight on the main card on ESPN Plus was a middleweight bout 185. Andrew Sanchez taking on <coughs> Mark uh, Andre Barralot. He beat him by unanimous not across the board two rounds of one. So all these fights going to decisions. Not a great, great night for the USC. And I think the USC's in trouble. People keep telling me, why do you say that? It's a $4.2 billion entity. How can you say they're in trouble? I said they're in trouble because they don't have the talent. I mean, in order to have a $4.2 billion you know, company, you're going to have like a lot, a lot of talent. I don't think they have it, and especially with the fact that they don't want to cultivate the talent. The talent. What I'm trying to tell you is there's no legacy building in the UFC. In other words, it's death match after death match after death match after death match. You're not afforded the opportunity to build a legacy because you just can't keep defying the odds. I mean, how many times can you get hit by a hammer in the face and prevail? Not all the time. Bottom line is UFC fighters, MMA fighters have short careers. They need to get paid more and more money. Hopefully that suit that's rocking and rolling in Las Vegas will prevail for them. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Scott Cuddy says hour number two is still to come. Hour number two on Sports Byline of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, forthcoming after the news. <laughs> This is a health warning from Dr. Approved Medical, America's trusted resource for back braces. If you're 65 or older and suffering from back pain, you may qualify to receive an advanced pain-relieving back brace at little or no cost to you. Many people are now using our pain-relieving back brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief that they haven't felt in years. Don't let your back pain turn into something worse. Remember, if you qualify for no money out of pocket, there's nothing to lose and only real pain relief to gain. Our friendly team of 
experts will handle all paperwork and will deliver it for free. 800-507-1148. Your pain-relieving back brace may be covered by Medicare at little or no cost to you. Call our hotline now and get free shipping plus a complimentary easy-to-use pedometer. 800-507-1148. 800-507-1148. 800-507-1148. Little to no cost with full insurance payment, copay, and deductible supply promo subject to qualification while supplies last. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Fascinating. For over 30 years and still your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. What the hell's going on out here? Heard live around the world and brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. Yeah. And now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco, here's the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! And Foreman is as poised as can be! Pedro Fernandez. Thomas Caballero, bienvenido. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the multi-million dollar sports byline studios in the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. Yeah, the guy was correct to introduce me there. My name is Pedro Fernandez, often imitated, but hardly duplicated. Straight up, I've been doing this a little while now. A couple more, couple weeks per se, 35 plus years now. Knock, rocking out, all bums, rocking and rolling. Of course, today, this is the second hour of Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio. I can keep going. We're on like a thousand different platforms. I guess I got to get like a whole show just talk about all the different internet platforms we're on. But I'm really grateful that, of course, the people that put that together here at Sports Byline are the best in the world. Speaking of Sports Byline, we've got open phone lines in the Sports Byline studios, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or, or, or the guilt-free, <clears throat> the no-commitment text line. The number, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. The heavyweight champion of the world is upcoming. I'm talking about Anthony Josh, of course, defending the title against a heavyweight. I don't know if he's a challenger or not, but he's a heavyweight. Andy Ruiz. I mean, Andy's never seen a buffet. He Put it this way. Andy's got four or five convictions on his record. He's a criminal. That's right. He's a buffet burger. In other words, in Las Vegas, he wears a mask. He goes to those all-you-can-eat breathways and wears a mask because they won't let him in because he's such a fat pig and eats all the food. So they won't let him in. They won't let Andy Ruiz in the place, okay? So he has to wear a mask, and then he gets exposed. You know, hey, take off that mask. That's that guy's nose. Well, he sort of got hit after he ate, like, the 19th tray of food. What am I trying to tell you? That's sort of a sad world when Andy Ruiz, record or not, record or not, gets to step in with the world heavyweight champion. I'm talking about Anthony Joshua. Last-minute replacement, you know what that means. That means Joshua's knocking out all bums. Straight up, you're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Remember in the beginning? 
When you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Ask yourself, if you built a van for your business, where would you start? At the beginning, of course, with the people who invented the work van over 100 years ago, Mercedes-Benz. You'd give your new Mercedes-Benz Sprinter advanced technology and safety to keep you connected and protected. You'd make it available in diesel and gas, and there would be thousands of configurations and upfits to choose from, because your one-of-a-kind business deserves nothing less than a van that's built for you. Introducing the all-new Mercedes-Benz Sprinter, the safest, most innovative Sprinter yet, starting at just 33790 Built for you, the all-new Sprinter. Mercedes-Benz. Vans. Born to run. MSRP excludes all options, taxes, title, registration, transportation, charge, and dealer prep fee. Options, model availability, and actual dealer price may vary. See dealer for details about costs and terms. Equipment described as optional. Have you heard about podcasting? With podcasts, your favorite radio shows like Sports Overnight America and the Video Game Review are delivered directly to your computer automatically so you can listen when and where you want, as many times as you want. And it's easy, too. Just go to sportsbyline.com and click on the Get Podcast button next to the show you want. Visit sportsbyline.com today. Now, back to Pedro Fernandez with the MMA Hour. Talking boxing and mixed martial arts for the next hour on Sports Byline. Of course, you are tuned to the mighty Sports Byline broadcast. And we're, in fact, you've been doing a million things in the world right now. So I thank you so much for joining the uh, Sports Byline crew here. For straight up, we're talking boxing and mixed martial arts. You know, I, I harped heavily on Andy Ruiz uh, in the open there. Of course, Andy Ruiz, a heavyweight set to challenge for the World Heavyweight Championship soon. Good fighter, good record, um, but not a dedicated guy. He's a fat pig. I mean, he's 32-1, and one, but he, he's fat as a pig. He's 21 kales. I mean, come on. The guy weighs like in – he's maybe 35, 40 pounds overweight. And whether he shows blazing hand speed on bags, again, hit pads well and that kind of good stuff, you know, when you're a fat guy, you're not going to move around with the type of um, – a fluidity that you would if you weren't a fat guy. And, and the bottom line is, you know, he should be looking to work that fat off. Instead, he's like happy being a fat guy. In between fights, what does he do? He gets arrested. He's been arrested four times now. They don't, they don't want him in Las Vegas anymore. Andy Ruiz has been banned from the Strip. Why? I told you, the buffet burglar thing. And they don't want to talk about it. Those people at top rank voices, promoters in Las Vegas, they really tried to keep this undercover. But, you know, Ruiz has been popped now three or four times. And he's a serial... Serial buffet burglar. 
Sorry, but that's just the way it is. Andy Ruiz, give him his props. Good record in the challenge. Anthony Joshua, of course, the 1st of June at the Garden, the Mecca of Boxing in New York City. So he's going to make like six, seven million bucks. Props to you, man. But guess what? Go out and get one of those liposuction uh, surgery type of things. Get that fat off you. I mean, come on, man. Seriously. You're supposed to be like challenging for the World Heavyweight Championship. I mean, you're a Mexican-American. Do you really want people to think, well, that's what a Mexican heavyweight looks like? A fat middleweight? Come on, Andy. Come on, Andy. And you know I'm not giving you a bad time because you're Mexican. I'm giving you a bad time because you're fat. If you're a fat white guy or a fat black guy, say the same thing. You're fat. Okay? You're not going to reach your athletic potential being a fat guy, no matter what. And obviously you haven't gotten that or you would have dropped down to a, uh, you know, what would be considered an, a, a, an optimum weight for you. And I don't know what that would be. I mean, nobody, because you don't know what that would be. I mean, you're sort of like the guy that we really don't know how slim you could get and still be strong. I'm figuring you could lose 15 or 20 pounds, at least maybe 30 pounds, maybe 40 pounds, maybe even 50 pounds. That's how fat you are. But I got to put you your props. A six foot two, you know, you're going to you're going to pop a little bit in those hands as far as hand speed is concerned. But that's it. That's all you've got is fast hands. That's all that's going to work for you. In fact, you didn't want to show that off on the bag the other day. Big deal. I don't think you've got a chance. In fact, you know, they say slim and none. What does Don King say? He's got two chances, slim and none and slim just left town. Well, guess what? Slim left town as far as Andy Ruiz is concerned, and it wasn't Andy Ruiz. 32-1, and one, challenger for the World Heavyweight Championship. That's going to go down June the 1st. Of course, the man that was supposed to be in that spot, Jarrell Miller, out with not one, not two, but three different drug pops. Holy cow, three different drug pops. How do you get popped three different times for drugs? Like, all within a week. I mean, you don't know you're, like, doing something dirty? I mean, here's what's up. I remember back in the days when guys used to get popped for a little weed in their system or something like that. You know, once and then 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 you had some, like, like the, some uh, some guys would take Valium to relax before the fights, and you see some of the, the uh, Domo type of drugs in their system and this and that. Yeah, some guys get nervous wrecks. I mean, nervous wrecks. I knew a lot of guys that suffered anxiety attacks before fights. I never did. I never suffered I, afterwards. I mean, after, no. but um, not before fights. No, not before fights. We're pretty focused on that. In fact, I was scared to death until the bell rang. And if I wasn't scared to death, uh, the one time I wasn't scared, up, I got lit up like a White House Christmas tree. You must be scared when you step into that squared circle of battle. If you're not, you're not going to bring it all. It's just the way it is. It's all about, you know, fear. I mean, fear is, fear is a great motivating factor. And when somebody's looking to take off your head, that's why, you know, I can't not, imagine or fathom going into a ring being fat like Andy Ruiz. I couldn't imagine it. I mean, in other words, if I was a junior welterweight, and that's what I fought at, 139 pounds, that's what the weight was back in the days. That shows you how dated I am and how long ago I did fight. But it was a junior welterweight limit, and the amateur was 139 pounds. <clears throat> Never was 140, or now it's 141, I think. But um, anyway, making that weight was hell. There was just absolutely no doubt about it. But I made it because stepping up and weight to the next weight class got you hurt, okay? But if I was to be like the Andy Ruiz type of guy, in other words, I'd be weighing like 175, 180 pounds and fighting 139 pounds. That's, what I, that's, that's the equivalent of what he is as a heavyweight. And why do I say that? Because it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty, pretty obvious. That's why Anthony Joshua picked this guy up at the last minute. Listen, they pick up these last-minute guys, especially this with a, a good, good record. In fact, they're going to market him as a, a Mexican-American killer, this and that. Come on, man. I mean, if four or five Mexicans south of the border want to tune in to watch Andy Ruiz, I'd be surprised. 
I mean, I'd be surprised. He's not Julio Cesar Chavez. He's not Salvador Sanchez. I mean, come on, man. Please. Not Ruben Olivares, although I thought Olivares was vastly overrated. Never knew what Mexicans got off on Ruben Olivares. Never, never, never stood, never got that one, although he beat Bobby Chacon. Outside of that, and Chacon was like partying and doing cocaine, you know, and, and drinking and that kind of good stuff. Bobby wasn't all that dedicated for a lot of his career. But when Olivares beat him, I guess that was his claim to fame. But Afterwards, you know, I see Ruben. He's he saluted at the crowd. Maybe am I dogging people today? I don't know. Anyway, I see you see him see him at the fights in in L.A. and around the world, in Mexico, and things like that. And the fans just love him. They just love him. And I just don't get it. He's not a good speaker. You know, he didn't fight. Uh, you know, he had a, he was like a, a bleep. He wasn't here that long. No doubt about that. Of course, the guys that he fought, guys like Alexis Arguello. Wow, Alexis Arguello. Alexis hammered him. That was pretty unfair. Alexis fighting guys at 126 and 130 pounds. Alexis should have been arrested for domestic violence. I mean, he just should have. He was just—he was bigger, stronger, pit hit harder than these guys. And when you're towering over people at 126, 130 pounds, you know, and he's not a guy that's putting on like all kinds of weight after the weigh-in. If Arguello weighed in at 126 back in the day, he weighed 129 come fight time. If he weighed in 130 pounds at the time for a, for a fight, he weighed in. He walked into the ring at 135 pounds at the max. When he tried to do that 140 thing, that was a mistake for Alexis Arguello, stepping up to 140 pounds and taking on the challenge, of course, challenging Aaron Pryor, the undefeated then junior welterweight champion, 140 pounds, Pryor, the unpredictable one. But Pryor, you know, uh, you know, there's all kinds of little asterisks in that fight, that first fight, of course, back in 1982. And why were in November 1982? Why were there all kinds of asterisks in it? Well, some people thought that that Panama Lewis took stuffing out of Aaron Pryor's gloves. Because if you look at Alexis Arguello's face, he never got damaged like that ever, ever, ever in any other fight. He had almost 100 fights. So on the flip side of that, Panama Lewis, who was, as I said, Pan- was his trainer that night, uh, was also the trainer of Billy Collins. <clears throat> was also, take that back, was also the trainer of, of, uh, of the young man that fought on Louis, Louis, uh, Billy, uh, Billy Collins, and they took the stuffing out of his gloves. So he took, took the stuffing out of his gloves in a 1983 bout in the garden, of course. And this young man went out to hurt Billy Collins. Billy was never the same. Both the fighter and Panama Lewis was banned. And of course, that's why you don't see Panama around anymore. What a brilliant mind he was, though. I don't mean for cheating. I mean in the world of boxing. He just was, Panama Lewis was a slick, slick dude, a smart trainer, but he had to cheat. He had to go that extra yard. He just had to go that extra yard, you know, and that, of course that, that played against him, and in the end he was banned for life. But as far as one of the all-time smart guys and knows how to do things, knows how to train guys, knows how to get guys in shape and prepare for different styles, Panama Lewis was a guy until he cheated and almost got Billy Collins' kid killed. Then, of course, we had that, that skirmish. We had a little skirmish there in, in, in 1996 at the Tyson-Buster Mathis fight in Philadelphia. The Spectrum, we sort of rumbled back and forth to the way. And I told him I wasn't backing down. And I wasn't, sucker. I wasn't backing down. Straight up, we almost went to blows. You are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Coming back with Johnny Sega in Las Vegas on Sports Byline. You're listening to the MMA Hour. Who saw that coming, Doctor? Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? 
then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas, Evos helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evos is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z dot com. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Now more of the MMA Hour with Pedro Fernandez. Getting some heat here via the text line, so I'll get to the heat first. Andy uh, in K-Shell country, of course, 1400 AM down there in Las Vegas says, what about two-ton Tony Galento? What about him? He knocked down Joe Lewis in a fight. Of course, 80 wins, 57 KOs, 26 losses. I mean, the guy challenged for the World Heavyweight Championship, and he was a fat pig. But what am I trying to, what are we trying to say? What is that trying to, what is that? Are you trying to give, um, um, Mr. Andy Ruiz, more credit than he deserves. He's a fat pig, too. Okay, the bottom line is, but I'll say this. Andy Ruiz did not box a 550-pound bear. 
as did two-ton Tony Galento. He actually boxed the bear. I kid you not. Of course, I'm knocking down Joe Lewis back in 1938. So I think I've taken care of that. Now, speaking of heavyweights, let's take it to Las Vegas and bring in the undefeated Johnny Sig. Johnny, the boxing future looks pretty good. Of course, I I harped on Andy Ruiz, and I had you off air on purpose on that because I didn't want to drag you into that one. But did I kick him in the teeth a couple of times there or what? A little bit, you know. It really wasn't like a curved jaw, but it was pretty much uh, a kick to the mouth. We'll say that. <laughs> here's, here's what's up with, yeah, exactly. Here's what's up with Andy Ruiz. He's got good hand speed, you know, last minute stuff. We know what that means, you know. Well, no, 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 no. Time out, time out, time out. This is radio. This is uh, what does last minute sub mean? What does TBA mean? To be annihilated, brother. No, 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 no. But, but uh, go. All right, that's a good one. But back to back to last minute sub. Explain the last minute sub to the listeners. What happened was that Jarrell Miller uh, popped for more drugs in his system than a CBS pharmacy, leading up to the drug testing to face Anthony Joshua. They needed an opponent. They went after Luis Ortiz. Luis Ortiz said no. Seven million dollars apparently wasn't enough for Luis Ortiz, whose highest payday to date was a half a million dollars against, against Deontay Wilder. Don't get me started. Anyway, fast forward. He's the guy that they chose. He was the one that's willing to do it, accepting, accepting the four to five million. I believe they're going to pay him. So he's there as a, a last-minute opponent. June 1st, Madison Square Garden, Anthony Joshua's American debut. Interesting. A question of question. Wow. Anthony Joshua, of course, Jarrell Miller, Jarrell Miller, a 300-pound guy. You know, let's be honest, he's another fat guy. So so Joshua's dating fat guys. I mean, just dating, he does, uh, evidently, Amir Khan's ex-wife's not fat, but Joshua likes fat opponents, not fat ladies. <laughs> there you go. I think his next one down the stretch uh, will be Usek, and I think it would be smart for Joshua to move in that direction after he gets past Andy Ruiz because, let's face facts, you know, you know, Usyk's coming up for his first fight against Carlos Takam coming up uh, May 25th, I believe the date is. He'd be smart to go after Usyk before he spills into that heavyweight frame because we know how dangerous Usyk is. And if he becomes a very, very good heavyweight, which I think he could be, you know, he could be more of a threat to Joshua down a stretch. So I think Joshua's next move after this is to take on Usyk and get him out of there early as he tries to campaign at heavyweight. Unnamed from Pittsburgh said, why doesn't Butterbean challenge for the World Heavyweight Championship if fat people are challenging? Okay, okay, point well taken. But Butterbean, you know, Butterbean, he rumbled with Tyson. He rumbled with Holmes. I mean, he fought some pretty good guys there for being a, uh, a sideshow attraction. Yeah, he was a four-round, six-round fighter, though. People got to remember that. These guys go 12 rounds, you know. And uh, aside from, like, the, the heavier guys we've seen of late, because I can't credit Jarrell Miller for anything he's done. Obviously, this man's whole career is in question, popping for that many drugs. I mean, my God. So moving past that, a guy like Andy Ruiz, who doesn't look like he'll ever make the cover of Wheaties anytime soon, i got to give him some credit because he does go 10 to 12 rounds. His only loss was to uh, Joseph Parker in Ruiz, where a lot of people thought that Andy won. You know, I, I'm on the fence with it. I could go either way. It wasn't that great of a fight, in my opinion. Do, do I think he shows up and tries? I think the kid's got a lot of heart. He's a good sound bite, and we see what, what happens come uh, June 1st at Madison Square Garden. Man, you, you know what you know what you're going to hear in, in Madison Square Garden if you were just doing a radio broadcast of that fight. You know what you're going to hear about four or five, maybe six rounds in. Timber. <laughs> okay, and then you're going to wait, 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 and then you're going to hear plop. Yeah. Andy Ruiz totally hitting the canvas. That. 
as Joshua should do. And I love when consummate professionals such as Joshua goes out there and handles their business. If he doesn't take this guy out under, I'm going to say, six to seven rounds, I'll be a little disappointed. Unless Andy Ruiz shows me so much heart and so much determination and so much grit, where you got to be like, you know what, i got to applaud the guy. He tried his best type of thing. But I, I just I foresee Anthony Joshua, like, taking this guy out under under six or seven rounds. You know, we talked about Pregus, Regis, Regis Pregus, and um, 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 uh, to a female, and, of course, the young man last night. All three of these mm-hmm. guys. Um, you know, I like the Hector Camacho personalities, the guys that pop off and then go out there and do it. And before Hector got hooked on Coke, I'm telling you, Hector was, like, the best. He was an accomplished and incredible, incredible boxer. He just got hooked up on cocaine and, you know, Coke won. Yeah, you know, and unfortunately that happens to a lot of guys, and we saw it recently, you know, with Benavidez. Hopefully Benavidez straightens no. himself out. Now, getting back to the person that you spoke to exactly, recently the person you were just thinking about in Teofimo Lopez and Progray, yeah, they got personality, especially Progray, man. He's a mouthpiece. You know, some people get offended by it. I like it because you know what that does? It gets people listening. It gets people watching whether you like them or hate them, whether you want to see him win or lose because he offends you or something. You want to see him get knocked out. That's what boxing needs, personalities. Anyone that questions someone's you know, personality in this sport, say, how could someone, do you understand like, how someone could do this type of thing? They're going to have a certain personality about them. So, so long as they don't hurt or super offend anyone, like we saw with, like, you know, Conor McGregor and Khabib, yeah. like, you know, going after his religion and his father. But these guys have certain personalities. It takes a certain character to want to fight someone for a living, you know. To so want to wanna fight someone, in, in, to fight, to want to fight someone, period. I mean, you've got to be a bit of a yeah. nut to want to stand there and trade blows with somebody. I mean, just, you, I, I remember my mother said to me, she goes, she goes and she, I had seven fights, and she didn't know, six fights she didn't know. And and then she, sometimes she saw a black eye, a push came to shove. She, anyway, bottom line was, you know, couldn't lie to mom. Mom used to tell me, swear to God on my life, oh, Johnny, when I'd be lying. You know what I'm saying? I'd be lying, Johnny. And mom would say, swear to God on my life. And I'd go, hey, but my sister could blow right through that. She blew right through that, man. I couldn't do it, man. My mother knew. She goes, I can get you every time on that one. You know, and she I just couldn't take chances with mom. <laughs> I, I feel you, man. And, and it, you know, it t- does take a certain like mentality and character trait to want to be competitor and fight for a living, whether it be boxing, mixed martial arts, Muay Thai, wrestling, whatever it's going to be. And the bottom line is, I'm not surprised when I see people do things or say things, you know, and feeling themselves a certain way. My only thing is that I don't ever want them to cross the line. Don't disrespect someone's wife, religion, race, whatever, you know. Because there are there is a fine line to this. There are rules to this thing. But at the end of the day, I, I'm not surprised when I hear someone talk about themselves highly. You have to think of yourself highly to go out there and be a world killer, especially in boxing and modern athletes in general nowadays. What these guys are doing with training and technology and what they're putting in their systems, you know, whether it be Flintstone vitamins, or aka steroids, or just being you know natural. Athletes nowadays are no joke. So you have Joe to have Frey a competitive Trailer. edge. What's that, buddy? No, I was no, talking to myself. Go on. Sorry. No. No. No worries, man. I was doing my point. But nowadays, you have to have that competitive edge, that drive, that thing that says, hey, I'm the best. Listen to me. And now sometimes people are over the top with it where you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, show me, you know, Chris <clears throat> the Shields. <clears throat> but if you've got someone like Regis Program that shows it with talent, 
I believe you, bro. I've seen things in that boy, like I said last week, that is just future Hall of Famer in the making. And I'm putting myself on record to say that. I will eat crow if I have to. And if homeboy gets knocked out or embarrassed, you know, I'll, I'll sit there. You know me. I'll take it. But Regis Program, man, whew, the Let, future of boxing. Let's have some fun. Just, I told you what I was going to do before I did it. I told you I was going to dab him in the corners. I was going to let him take all the shots. He was be Any heavyweight would be willing to fight. Frazier was, Martin was. I told you this is no skill. I told you he don't hit hard. I told you it would be a total mismatch. George Fuller is still one of the greatest heavyweights of all time. October 1st, 1975, the last historic confrontation between Joe Frazier and Muhammad Ali, the largest closed-circuit TV audience in history, was treated to one of the greatest fights in heavyweight history. People want to see me and Joe Frazier. They still think Joe Frazier can beat me. They don't want to see me and Ken Norton. They don't want to see me and George Foreman. They want to see me and Joe Frazier, although George Foreman annihilated Frazier, and George Fulman will beat Frazier every day in the week. George Fulman will beat Ken Norton every day in the week, and I will beat George Fulman every day in the week, right. but the fools still think that that chump, Joe Frazier, can beat me because he went the distance twice and he ended up on a close decision. I'm going to give him a real whooping, and I wrote a poem. Some of you heard it, but this is a little conscience. I got a little gorilla here. This is his conscience. I keep it right in my pocket everywhere I go. Right there. And I wrote a short poem. It says it will be a killer and a thriller and a killer when I get the gorilla in Manila. That's right. <laughs> and I got his conscience right here to keep me on guard. See, see, here's the way he looks when you hit it. <laughs> all night, that's all it's going to be. All night in Malaysia. That's all you're going to see. The Philippines, rather. Come on, girl. We in Manila. <laughs> Come on, girl. This is a thriller. Johnny Sig, was Ali stepping over the line? Yeah, a little bit, especially for the time. you got to consider the time. You know, and even in this day and age, I think so. And I, Joe really was offended by that stuff. Joe took it to heart. From my understanding, Joe Frazier was a very sensitive man in that regard um, from people that I spoke to that knew him closely and everything like that. But I almost don't blame him because it was a little bit much. And I understand Ali's thing. that He was out there. He was a talker. And he was trying to get under people's skin. And he did so well. At doing so, look what he did to George Foreman in Zaire. You know, <laughs> um, that that was ridiculous. Um, no, no. You know, the real uh, Johnny, Johnny, the real number done on 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 uh, George Foreman and Zaire was when uh, President Mobutu Zimbiti, or that was his name, I think, when he actually said you couldn't leave the country until the fight was going to happen because the fight was postponed originally. It was going to take place six weeks earlier, but George Foreman got cut, so they postponed the fight. Mm -hmm. Foreman wanted to leave the country. The president said. No, they put armed guards outside. Bottom line is you are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Johnny Signorell, the ace, returns after the break for us. Got to go to some of these texts, but you know what's happening with the text line. The number, 415-275-1613. That's 
1613. You're tuned to Sports Byline. You're listening to the MMA Hour. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Taming the briar patch, mowing the lawn, trimming the Yeti. Whatever you call it, it's about time we talk about manscaping. Guys, you manscape, right? You know, keep things trimmed and fresh below the waist. Nine out of ten women of all ages prefer their guy manscaped. But you got to have the right tools for the jewels or you'll look like you use the machete. Pop over to manscaped.com and check out their perfect package. Not that perfect package. The Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0 that was a smash hit on Shark Tank. It features the lawnmower a precision trimmer engineered for below-the-waist grooming. Its skin-safe technology means no more accidental nicks and burns. Check out the lawnmower and the amazing grooming and hygiene products that come with your perfect package. What's that saying? Trim the shrubs and the tree stands taller? Get 20% off plus free shipping today. Visit manscaped.com and use promo code RING. Again, use promo code RING at manscaped.com. Manscaped.com. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Hi, I'm Rick Tittle, and I host the Video Game Review every Sunday night at 9 o'clock Pacific, midnight on the East Coast, right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Video games are way more important than your job, your school, or your relationship, so let's talk about them. Everything from the 2600 to the 360. I don't work for any video game company, so I'll tell you what's worth your money and what stinks. Also, cheat codes, interviews, your calls, I'll give away a game, release dates, all that and more every Sunday night right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Now, more of the MMA Hour with Pedro Fernandez. He is the king as far as boxing in the money world is concerned. Talk about Saul Alvarez signing that $375 million contract. Call him Canelo, call what you want, call him Cinnamon. Wow. Pound for pound, uh, he may be the best out there right now. 28 years old, 52-1, and one, a couple of draws. Of course, Terrence Crawford. Terrence, 31 years old, now three years older than the 28-year-old Alvarez. He comes in undefeated, 35 and zip. A guy that started out at 135, went to 140. And of course, now residing 147 pounds. Eventually, he and Earl Spence will make for a pretty good fight. Gennady Golovkin, 
Of course, the Golovkin, the once-beaten Golovkin, 38-1-1. He won draw with Canelo. And of course, he won loss to Canelo. Some people dispute the draw, but they don't dispute the loss. No doubt about that. But Golovkin rocking and rolling, looking to <clears throat> we'll talk about his future in just a second. Joshua up there, of course, the undefeated world heavyweight champion, 29 years old, 22 and zip, comes with us from the U.K. And, of course... As the aforementioned Spence, but the guy that really got me rocking and rolling here as far as these top 10 guys are concerned are the number six and seven guys in the boxret.com list. And I'm talking about Vasil Lomachenko, just 13 and 1, 31 years old, though. I think he's hit his peak at 135 pounds as far as size and domination is concerned. And Oleg Usek, the aforementioned Oleg Usek, of course, the cruiserweight title holder, 16 0. Wow, what a fighter. Uh, 16 0 as cruiserweight, 200 pounds, but there's a big difference. We talk about this time and time and time and time and time again. In fact, we beat this to death. Moving up in weight is can be hazardous to your health. So Johnny Sig's on the line from Las Vegas, our boxing expert, and Johnny Sig's going to tell me why Oleg Usek is the exception to the rule. Phenomenal hand speed for a big man. He's got good size for a guy that's moving up from cruiser to heavyweight. Not the biggest guy in the world, but he's decent enough size. Ring intellect, decent power, angles. Man, this guy fights at angles and does things to heavyweight division that no other heavyweight does. When I always speak about how good Tyson Fury is, it's similar but different. Obviously, Tyson Fury and Usek are very different styles. But Fury does things at heavyweight that most people don't do. Okay, let's think about Usek now. He does those type of things. Think about, I love how you were talking about Lomachenko. What a great way to segue into Usek because they're from the same stable, and, like, you know, they have similar things but at different weight classes. Usek, to me, is going to be a very big threat, and that's why I said before earlier that I think if Joshua was smart, he would take him as early on as he can in the inception of what Usek's trying to do at heavyweight because Usek's going to be very dangerous as he fills into that heavyweight body. Speaking of heavyweights and light heavyweights and cruiserweights and that kind of good stuff, how about 175 pounds, Canelo and Sergey Kovalev? Oscar's saying it could happen. Oscar's willing to promote it. Yeah, they've been talking about that. I don't put it past Canelo. You know, we saw him do a, you know, against Rocky Fielding at 168. I mean, what does that really mean? But, I mean, maybe he could do the 175. Maybe the thing that Kovalev is there and vulnerable. He's old. What happens. He's yeah, old exactly and slow old. now, man. He, I mean, yeah. don't. I mean, everybody's saying, "Oh, Kovalev is back." No, no, no. Kovalev's winning. He's no. not back. There's a difference, don't you think? Exactly. I, I could not have said it better, or I could not agree more. You know, the future of that division, I think, is Dmitry Bivol, um, Arthur Betterbeev, who we saw last night do a good job. You know, you got Gavastek down there um, at 175. So I mean, for, for you know, and sometimes people could see things. Canelo saw something in Rocky Fielding. Maybe they see something that Kovalev is a name. He was um, a mark. That's what they – he was a mark. Wait, they saw That's something in Rocky Fielding. I saw something in Rocky Fielding. Rocky Fielding couldn't win the Golden Gloves over here. <laughs> Absolutely, I could not agree more, brother. <laughs> I couldn't – when he put his hands up, I said to myself, this is a mark. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely. Johnny Six on the line, of course, from Las Vegas. Going to go to some of the, the texts here now. Uh, Bitterbev, eh, not the most uh, flamba- uh, flamboyant guy in the world, but he blasted out some guy in five rounds last night. You mentioned him. Where does he stand at 175? Is he is he the best at 175, or is Kovalev still a faded Kovalev still the best at 175? Is 175 got a supreme fighter? 
Well, we hope we get better BF to take on Kovalev at 175. They're both on the same network, so that shouldn't be an issue. Until I see you know, a guy like better BF or people will come around and really dismantle a guy uh, like a Kovalev at 175, then, then I'm proven, like, you know, I'll say to myself, okay, prove a commodity. My guy, Alexander Babostek, I think that that guy is the guy 175. But it's a very interesting division. What I like about this division, too, is that there's no politics, thankfully, for once. Everybody that's good at 175 fights on ESPN, which means the fights will not be hard to <laughs> made. So let's move forward with it, right? <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's pretty I tough. know. That's pretty tough. Tyson Fury in the news, of course, uh, flying into training camp with Billy Joe Sanders. Billy Joe Sanders, um, has he... Has he got demons that that can be can, they can't be shook? I mean, everybody has demons of some kind. Unfortunately, for some people in the public eye, the demons come to light, and it you know tends up ends up ruining their lives. Is he is he is he on is he on a, a level killing in your in your mind? I think something's off with Billy Joe Saunders. I think it has been for a while when you saw him offering you know, hookers, food, for whatever he was trying to do in that car at that time, and other things that he's done. In my opinion, long story short, how I feel about it, I don't think Tyson Fury should surround himself with someone like that based off of his own mental issues that he had. Now, he was never really disrespectful towards people. Obviously, they talk trash building a fight, but I'm talking about, like, keeping things, like, nice and cool and tranquil, you know, in terms of not going after people and hookers and all this type of stuff that... Billy Joe Saunders has been noted to do. Maybe Tyson Fury wants to be a father-type figure, and he sees a damaged individual in Billy Joe Saunders and tries to, you know, be a mentor to him. But I I just don't think you roll with the bad company, man. Like, you look at what Tyson Fury's done. He looks fantastic. He's doing himself in shape. He came off of the best performance of his career. He got off the mat like the Undertaker against one of the most dangerous punchers in boxing history. I don't think you should surround yourself with bad company, you know. So, I mean, for Billy Joel Saunders, I don't like the guy. You know, I mean, whether it's failing drug testing and, and messing with people and just being disrespectful, he's like a clown. He's like a little kid. <clears throat> Tyson Fury, of course, in shape. I'm looking at a picture of Tyson Fury um, and Billy Joel Saunders getting off a chopper somewhere in Europe. And I'm looking, this is sort of funny. And I got to say this, Tyson Fury reminds me of a of the Three Stooges because he's he's wearing his these golf attire and of course it looks like the Three Stooges golfing here, the three guys standing side by side. But man, he is just so slim. I mean, he's wearing like he really is. I mean, he is yikes. Yeah. He he looks fantastic, and you know a lot of people are bummed about like you know the next guy he's facing on ESPN in a couple of weeks. It is what it is. Hopefully, he'll face Deontay Wilder, one of these top guys again. And we're just going to get a better version of him. I think if we do, he's evolving into someone that's, you know, fitness-obsessed and living a positive life. Like, he went from one extreme to the other. And I think that that's the, the longer I hate to wait for. I wish we had Wilder next. Yes, guys. I don't like the Mr. P- a positive power-thinking guy over here right now. But at the end of the day, the, the longer that Fury could do this, the better version of Fury we're going to get which means that eventually when he faces one of these guys, we're going to get a very good Tyson Fury. I think it's motivating. I, I love the guy. I can listen to him talk all day. Honestly. Tyson Fury just six weeks away, of course, from that Las Vegas fight at the MGM Grand where he takes on the undefeated Tom Schwartz. Now, Tom Schwartz is, yes, Tom Schwartz, the guy. Does that Tom Schwartz from Portland, Oregon? I, I don't know. If he's no, from it's Portland, Tom Oregon. Schwartz from Germany. What I'm trying to say is it, might, Germany, as well, yeah. it might as well be Tom Schwartz of Portland, Oregon. That's the <laughs> point I'm trying to make here, okay? In other words, Absolutely. This guy's lunch me. We're talking about another Mark. 
Oh, absolutely. And I think it's a good way to showcase, you know, Tyson Fury on ESPN because if you look at that personality, so the people that are not knowledgeable about Tyson Fury when they're watching ESPN, which is all the homes across the nation, really, I mean, the biggest sports platform, the worldwide leader in sports. So when they sit down and they hear this man talk, and whether he's trying to be funny or passionate or whatever he's talking about, he's a storyteller, man. You know, and that's what I love about him. So I think that that's a good way to bring him into the home, and then you make a big push. Then you try to get someone. But then again, now going back to networks and the politics, that's where we have to co-promote because, you know, the other two guys, Deontay Wilder, Anthony Joshua, are on separate networks. Back to middleweight, let's talk about Calum Smith and Canelo Alvarez. Both those guys are, are with the zone and Barry Hearn. So that is a very likely next fight for Canelo, don't you think? Yeah, they talked about going up to 168 to snag that title from Calum Smith uh, back there to get another one of those grab titles against a guy that, you know, is, is easy picking. And probably after that, take on Triple G at some point. But, I mean, when does that happen? Because Canelo really only fights in May and September. You know, he threw us for a loop in December last year. You know, they threw us the phone on that one uh, zone card to launch the whole huge contract signing to get people buzzing. You know, which I think the zone did a good job last night, by the way, a topic for another day. But, um, you know, I, at the end of the day, I, I, when does Triple G fit into this equation? I guess they're just going to make this guy turn 137 years old and take him out into a rubber match? Like, what's going on here? You know, you mentioned the zone. My, my, I watched the fight on my on my TV, and the mm-hmm. in the uh, the clarity varied at different points. It was fuzzy at times, mm-hmm. and so I was, you know, I mean, they haven't got this down. It's nothing like it's nothing like fights were back in the '90s when you were watching them and they would freeze on the internet, you know, because you know how they. I told you how they developed all this this live video technology for uh, for boxing and things like that. The porn industry came up with this stuff, not not the sports world, the porn industry. That's right. They're pioneers of it. Pioneers. And I tell you what, <laughs> absolutely. That's what everyone's going to follow us too, bro. Pioneers. You know, to this day, they're still, you know, changing and shaping the culture. But anyway, another subject for another day. But here's what's up with the zone. I noticed that their television feed isn't that great. For whatever reason, they're streaming to iPads or, you know, phones is better. But of all the things I had to say about last night's fight, the one thing I could not stop thinking in my head, is that I paid 33 cents for that fight last night. I'm going to tell you why. I subscribed to the zone and I'm grandfathered in at 9.95 for a year. 12 months a year, 365 calendar days in a year, breaks down to 33 cents a day. Can't complain too much. Hmm. So, holy cow. Um, how do I take this on? Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Andrew Reeves would kick the spit out of you, you no good wetback. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Wait, no, did he no, call you no, a wetback? No, yeah, as we said. But Andy's a Mexican-American, not me. So anyway, you got that wrong. I'm from, you know, my people are from Puerto Rico. <laughs> anyway, anyway, yeah, not if Andy Ruiz was 139 pounds, though. Not if he was 139, because 139, I don't think he would have made. First of all, he couldn't make 139 at birth. <laughs> I tell you what, man, we got to read more of these because they're funny. Uh, no, some, you know, <laughs> some of them are worth going into, and, and some of them are like, man, just like, yikes. You, you got to forward these. You got to forward these to me because I, I get so much entertainment. Abu- 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 I, don't, I don't like being abused to an extent, but that's the way it goes sometimes when you're on the radio. Now, <laughs> what's happening as far as this upcoming week's concerned? What's going what's to be coming on, up on TV this week? You got Miguel Burchelt versus Francisco Vargas in a rematch on ESPN. Uh, Miguel won the first fight. Should be a good one. 
they're fighting down at the uh, junior welterweight division. Um, Manny Navarrete again versus Isaac Dogbay coming up. That's a good one. That's next week, and that came up fast on me. And uh, looking forward to May 18th, where we got Wilder and Brazil on Showtime. Actually, Showtime. Hello, remember them? Yeah. They're showing up. <laughs> you know, they're showing up and actually giving us something. And I like the story behind Wilder and Brazil. If you guys haven't, you know, uh, been in, in the loop about it, check it out on YouTube. These guys talk so much trash towards each other. There's legitimate hate here. And what I like about that is that Wilder brings a lot of power, so therefore you should get some fireworks. Emmanuel Navarrete is the opponent, the current WBO 122-pound champion. I believe he's going to take out Isaac Dogbo this time, and he's really going to step it up and like stop him with the 10th or 11th round. He had him, I'm going to say, he had him in a position where he could have went for it the last time. He didn't go for it. I think this time he will have the confidence there, and I think this kid is like the combination of Pernell Whitaker and Julio Cesar Chavez put together. I'm talking about Emmanuel Navarrete, 26-1 out of Mexico. You are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. More with Johnny Sig after the break. Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit and 98% of all applicants are approved it's that simple with AmeriFactors there's no more waiting for your customers to pay we give you the funds up front then we wait for your customers to pay us fund your business today call AmeriFactors right now 800-847-1183 that's 800-847-1183 Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. 
When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Check out this tune, baby. On the soul side of town, brand new Tower of Power LP, 50 years in the making, 50 years of funk. Check them out, towerofpower.com. Used to be bumpcity.com. I thought so that it was cooler when it was bumpcity.com, but they changed it to towerofpower.com. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Our ace, Johnny Sigas, on the line from Las Vegas. Carlos Takeham, of course, 36 to 5, going to take on the aforementioned. Olek Usek, 16 and zip, 2012 KOs. People think we're creating too much stock here. That's the uh, the the sort of vibe I'm getting. We put too much stock in, in Usek, and people think that I'm really going overboard with with uh, with uh, Mr. Vasil Lomachenko by saying I think pound for pound, I, he might be the best right now. I mean, at 135 or at 130, I think nobody ever, nobody can beat him. Not Not a chance. Absolutely. I mean, the only person that really has a chance right now is Mikey Garcia, even though Garcia did not look good against Earl Spence. You can look at other guys, Devin Haney, Richard Comey. There's guys there, right? Tiafimo Lopez, who we mentioned earlier, would be good. I think Tiafimo, as good as I think Tiafimo is, he needs a little bit more experience. But the problem with Lomachenko is that he's maxed out at 135. He can go back down to 130. There's some guys there, Javante Davis, people like that. He's not going to go up to 140. But anyone that thinks that we need to pump the brakes on Usek, tune in May 25th. When he takes on Carlos Takam, who Carlos is a very, very capable man, strong fighter. You know, of course, best known for getting stopped by Anthony Joshua. But one heck of a test, his first fight, he's taking on a guy that's had world-class experience to come. So tune in May 25th, Texas back. Okay. Real quick, Mikey Garcia took the money from Al Heyman and took like two years off of boxing. Then he took it easy in his big test as far as a fighter's concerned. You think the money got to him? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. 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 Oh, man. Straight up, what's <laughs> happening on the YouTube page? Hey, check this out. Ring Talk. Search us. Ring Talk Worldwide Archive Shows, bonus content, and more. Straight up, that is Johnny Sig. My name is Pedro Fernandez. I thank you so much for tuning in to the longest-running fight show in history, Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a production of the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Scott Cuddy. We'll be right back. 